take a trip across the galaxy and feel the waves of our own energy. Hello and welcome to the Skip Squad Pod cast, where we don't care about what you write, we care about what you love. I'm T Staffor. And I'm Lux Psycho. And today we have a guest on Bum 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 Bum. It is. Me, Creepyota. Hello. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> Very unnerving. It's too scary. It's creepy. <laughs> it's too scary. So this is, this is the scary podcast. Get your mud. Mud. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> like, I think. I love my mud. It has to be the right type of mud. So to give us some context, uh, what have you been doing related to SCP? I narrate SCPs, mainly new ones, mainly the underrated ones, which doesn't show in my favorites list because my most favorites are not new ones, but yeah. <laughs> wow, you absolute hypocrite. Yeah, I know. Disgusting. Very yeah. good channel. Very good readings. Yeah. I listen to them. I listen to them sometimes. Very fun. But, of course, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care. La 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 la. Yeah, that's why you're here. We're removing you. We don't like your channel. You just brought me on to bully me again. <laughs> this Hopefully. is the 18th time. <laughs> Hopefully after today you will realize that whatever you are doing is not worth it and you should instead start up a podcast... Thank God. <laughs> so what we actually care about is what you love. So do you want to tell us some of your favorite SCPs? Yes. Oh, God, sorry about that. I don't know how to reply in a podcast. I've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't either. This is this is completely normal. You have. You've been on episode one of this podcast. Well, anyway, what's actually your number 10? My number 10 favorite is SCP-6655. Big numbers. Yes, big, big, big numbers. I think it's about... The trouble is, when I start talking about SCPs, I want to say it's about this, but you can never be too sure with talking about SCPs because it might be something completely opposite than you're saying. <laughs> that happened to me once. So one thing I want to make sure to do is say the titles of the SCPs. Ah, cool, cool, because cool. Because yeah. personally, I can never remember them by number. I only ever remember them by titles. So this one was uh, the worst thing you can imagine. Yeah. Which honestly is women. Can we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's about the memetics department, I think. Basically having a breach in the memetics department and then a load of researchers being trapped in there with the memetic hazard. And they're all just testing on each other, basically, constantly. And one of the researchers, Morgan Riley, is trying to get out of there. It gets kind of freaky towards the end. What about it do you like so much, huh? It gives a sense of what if something went wrong in containment during testing. I just like the fact that it progressively gets worse in testing. So it's not too bad at the start. One of my favorite like types of articles are ones that are just completely test logs. Yeah, exactly. Same. So, like, what, in what way did it get worse? Was it, like, starting off, like, oh, you know, things were just going well and they stopped going well? Or, like, the anomaly was just getting considerably more horrific? They started off with testing on the D subjects, you know. It started with the researcher Morgan Riley testing on the D subjects. And then suddenly you could see the effects getting to Morgan more and more. And then suddenly it doesn't mention Morgan so much. And then it goes into the fact that the researchers are starting to take over from Morgan and starting to test on each other constantly, like hours and hours and hours. 
it gets to a point where suddenly Morgan Riley is talking through the logs instead of them being test logs to try and get information out. Another thing this article does really well is that, like, final image scare. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, it, it's got a bit to scroll down as well to get to the image. So it's kind of, it pops out. Now you're making me curious. Yeah, it's just, I won't spoil it, but it's a very good image that fits the end of the article. Oh. Yeah. I also like it because it shows the um, amount of mayhem that can happen with an SCP that just isn't a murder monster. It's a, just a memetic hazard, isn't it? So uh, that's got kind of out, out of control with the researchers. Yeah, a recent one I just read called Verbosity Velocity also does that really well. It's just solely containment procedures and description, but it just goes into so much detail of how a memetic hazard can get out of hand so quickly. Yeah. Really solid choice. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it's it just mayhem. That's what I like about it. It's just, it got to the point where she is trying to escape, but the foundation has put everything in lockdown, so they're all stuck in there with each other. God, I haven't, this is one of the few I haven't seen, and this this sounds horrific already. Like, I haven't <laughs> even touched it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> All right, too spooky for me. I want to get out of here. What's your, what's your nine? <laughs> Speaking of two. So this one isn't spooky, but it's kind of spooky when you realize the context of it. This is SCP-5390, and it's Do You Want a Tamal? It's, ba- it's based in Mexico City, so that's why I like it. So basically, the SCP is about finding body parts in your tamal when you buy it from a certain place. It's actually based on a true story. Oh? Specifically fingers, right? Yeah. It's about a real event that happened in Mexico City. A tamal vendor in Western Mexico was arrested after police discovered a carved up body in his home. A spokeswoman for state prosecutors said the vendor denied using human flesh in his food, but they found the dead body in his place boiled with herbs. That's not great. That's not great evidence for you, boy. Did they check the did they check the food? That's the I couldn't find that anywhere when searching it up, but the reason why I knew about this before I searched it up was cuz I read it to my wife and she went, "Oh yeah, that's a real thing that happened." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "What?" So they called them the tamales of death, basically. <laughs> so that's why I liked it, really. That's funny, because I looked at the comment section of it, and I didn't see any mention of, like, that it was a real thing. To be honest with you, when I was searching this SCP up, the context of it, I couldn't find a lot about the real thing that happened. I don't know whether it's because I was searching it up in English, but it took me a while. I had to, I think I had to type in body part in Tamale to actually find something to do with anything about it. But I think it's one of those things that where the information's kind of changed a bit from person to person. So it, it took a while to find. 5309 is one of those SCPs that's just a great example of like the really quick in-out weird thing. Yeah. That's just more fleshed out enough to not be on the anomalous objects list, but still like quick enough that you can just kind of read it. Yeah, exactly. I, I also like the fact it's got the recovery logs, is it? I guess it would be. The fact it lists like different body parts that were found in them and... Even some of the body parts were from certain people. I won't give it too much away, but it's quite fun when you read up on it. You gotta keep track, if you ask me. Like, I mean, otherwise it would just be sad. I think it's got references in the actual article to Deer College, which I haven't read up on. Oh my god. 
If you look at the uh, recovery date, right? 1979 till 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's still going. Wow, this is a long vendor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this vendor's dedicated, man. You know what? I can't even be mad. I have a feeling I'm going to be saying this a lot, but this is too spooky for me. Let's run away and move on. <laughs> the, the next one isn't any better. <laughs> <laughs> this one, right, so... This is SCP's uh, 6,646 emergency action system. This one, I could have put lower on the list, but I think that's biased just because it did so well on my channel. Oh, you love views. Yeah, I do. I really love views. Out of all of your picks, I think this one would be the one that I would have ranked number one. Yeah. Out of your picks. It's very good. It's definitely my type of horror. It is definitely, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's just, it's my type of horror too, because this is going to be a running theme from now on, especially the horror ones. I like ones where it doesn't give you too much information about the images throughout the SCP. So you can imagine it yourself and your imagination can run kind of run wild with it. So there's a part in the SCP where it's basically going on about what the radio is saying, because it's a radio that causes anxiety, basically. I won't give too much away but there's a part in it where it's going on basically the radio is t- saying a story about this guy about this family really in a car and it just brings so much to your imagination and you can make it as creepy as you want by just imagine imagining what's going on to yourself it's good because it's not just about what the scp does it gives that extra little bit of story to make it something even more scary that's why i like it you know the type of horror i think really works yeah it's the type of horror that causes you to not be able to close your eyes during a shower. Yeah, exactly. And that one, for me, I could not, this morning, after reading it last night from your suggestion, I could not, because I just would picture that ending part where it's like, curl up in a ball and await your fate, or whatever it is. Someone else has fed it already. It's very good. Yeah, and it's, it's really good, like, what I do when I record stuff, I love this kind of thing because I can put my own creative part on top of it with the radio station, the way it speaks. I started off with it being like a normal radio presenter and everything and it slowly gets more sinister and more serious because that's what I imagined and that's why I love with these types of SCPs is putting your own kind of imagination on top of the SCP so you can kind of build your own experience in a way that you will always remember. Speaking of SCPs with fun character voices you get to do, this next one <laughs> is definitely one of those. Oh my god, this one. <laughs> I oh love this god. one. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this one ran in the community for a while. Plus, it's it, I, the author of this SCP, which is, uh, well, I haven't even mentioned it yet, 6059, um, which is, have you ever had an enlightened experience in a ball pit? This this one I absolutely love because I, I do like the cute SCPs as well. And this is one of them because it's literally a creature made of pizza boxes the, and the plastic balls in the ball pit, pizza sauce and other things, which I don't know whether I should mention on here because it's kind of disgusting. Children's vomit. <laughs> yeah, vomit and uh, trace amounts of feces and urine. It just wants friends. That's pretty much it. And it kind of did it in a way of trying to get children to uh, worship them. It's so good. (laughs) I have a favorite quote from this one. Yeah, go on. 
are you balls? <laughs> oh, <laughs> All <yeah>. cat <laughs> thing in my pit, are you balls? Get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> you are not balls. You are not balls. <laughs> I, I like the, uh, you have been touched by my blessing. You are a prophet of the pit. <laughs> <laughs> you are a prophet. I love the quotes. And this thing is so funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've read it recently enough to remember, but I know this spawned out of the idea that, like, there's so many gods nowadays that the, like, places that a god can rule over have become so niche and stuff. <laughs> so I just like imagining other, like, niche places a god would rule over. It's just, it's just, it's really fun SCP, and it just shows that SCPs aren't all about horror or some objects that do special things. Like, it can, it can be funny, and it can be nice to look, you know, read, and make you smile. So that's what I love about this one, and the, the ending picture is what gets it as well. The ending picture in the SCP article is just great. We are friends. Yeah, the, the crayon thing, and that's also, the author of this one is just great. At writing these types of articles. Oh yeah, uh, fable, fable tiefling, tiefling, maybe I don't. Fabled also did the one about the like eldritch horror becoming friends with a little boy, right? I really want to read. I haven't read that one yet. I really want to read that one. It's so good. But it's it's just I I remember doing this one and just cracking up sometimes while reading it out loud because it was just it, it's got that comedy that's light-hearted and really nice and makes you feel good afterwards you know it's just really good is it is it good because i don't really think i believe you <laughs> it's one of those scps where if people are going from like series one and then going to this kind of thing they'll see that their foundation isn't horrible in a way you know there are people in the foundation that l like to communicate with the anomalies in a nice way you know, not bossing them around and not being horrible. Yeah, like that they're actually trained for what they do. Yeah. Giving the researchers and stuff characters too is such an integral part of any interview logs and stuff like that. They need to also be humans. They can't just be the thing asking the questions for the anomaly to answer. Yeah, the big scary corporation, you know, foundation. So yeah, uh, what's the next one? Unless you've got anything else you want to say about this one. All good. All good things. It's too scary. No, no, no. We have to move on. No, there's... Yeah, the views are not... Oh my god, views are down. Views are down. We can't... <laughs> Honor, you messed everything up. Damn! Um, so next one, SCP... Now, I'm kind of biased with this one, anyway. Uh, SCP-6988, Contagious Omniscience. Omniscience. Um, is it omniscience? Yeah, like you're omniscient, I think. One of us will return the fool here. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. Please comment. <laughs> so I want to say, when I first saw this on your list of top 10, I actually thought this was SCP-5390, The Spoiler, which is about the fact, it's like a document left for a person who woke up from like cryo sleep because everyone who is sentient on the entirety of the universe gained omniscience at the exact same time and so life became boring that one oh i've never seen that one and that one's super fun and i actually thought that was what contagious omniscience was but it's not no it's another one first of all like the way when you first open this uh this article up i really like it even though it does, doesn't work properly on my phone wait it you know it doesn't show anything and you have to actually click it to see the emails and stuff 
It's really good. Plus, this is by uh, Even More Muffins, which are, they're really nice. Muffins. Yeah, I love I love muffins. Really cool person. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I cook you them. Um, <laughs> moving on. So what's, this, what's all this? <laughs> so it's about. Is it a I can't, is it about a research a researcher who's infected with the omniscience? Yeah, uh, husband and wife. Yeah. Though only the husband is yeah infected. So uh, they're kidnapped and they're basically given the om- omniscience. I guess that's how you'd say it. And th- whoever they touch, they will also gain. They will be omnis- omniscient. But because the human brain can't cope with that, they will just die. So this person can't touch anybody ever again. So the whole article really, the article isn't very long to the description and the uh, special containment procedures, but what builds this article is actually the the interview logs. The interview logs are basically uh, basically the uh, husband and the wife dealing with this and slowly they get more personal about it because firstly it starts off with the wife, I think it is, treating the husband like the SCP. And it's slowly, you can tell that it's just the emotion is building. And I won't give anything away about the ending, but the ending is, oof. Some really subtle things I enjoy is you can tell that the interview logs were transcribed also by the wife, because it even says, like, SCP-6988 leans back in his seat instead of its seat. Yeah, And yeah. stuff like that. Just those, like, slight details that show they're writing about their, like, human husband, not just an scp object which is so sad i might sob you know (laughs) why do you have to choose depressing things (laughs) it also tackles a different thing that i haven't seen that much because obviously there's a ton of reality benders and those are are omnipotent beings but you don't really see that many omniscient beings yeah i actually had to look it up what omniscient was when i first read this which in case anyone doesn't know if you know what omnipotent means, which means, like, able to control anything, omniscient means just able to know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally normally it's not that common because people consider it, like, hard to... It's hard to have a character who can know everything without actually not knowing anything. So you write, they, they're basically like, God, no one can lie to them. <laughs> That's why this article does that really well, because instead of it that exploring that part, they're exploring the part which is... A person can't deal with that very well at all. It will, would make them just want to die. And this was what this article really is about, is the suffering that can happen. And also the suffering, the fact that he can't touch people anymore, basically, because they would just die. I, I really like the way this article explores what it's like to be inflicted with an SCP while being extremely close with another person, be that family member or other half. You know, I don't see that a lot in articles when I read them. And that's why I like this, because it makes you feel bad for the character, you know. A story where I think if uh, if authors were, like, in the SVP universe, I feel like these characters would beat the shit out of the author. <laughs> There's just some things that wouldn't be forgiven. That's all I'm saying, no matter how cool it is. Yeah, sorry, Muffins. You're about to get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> Your creations are not happy. Let me tell you that much. Well, it's time for our first ever segment. T-Staffer, remember to edit in a drum solo or something like that. No. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? And what's your experience with the SCP Foundation? 
That's the ti- That's the whole <laughs> title of the segment. That's what it's going to be forever now. Yep, it's very long. It doesn't fit on the screen either. It's sad. Here we would like to talk about what was the first ever article you read, Otter? All right, so I know we've talked about some new SCPs, but this is going back very far. This is uh, Series 1. This is SCP-511. So this is Basement Cat. I originally watched this because it had the word cat in it, and that was it, because I love cats. I don't know why this stuck with me, because it's quite a horrible SCP. Not horrible as in it's bad, but horrible because it's quite freaky and disgusting. I think the reason why I liked it really was because I'm a big fan of the film John Carpenter's The Thing. And this reminds me a lot about it because it's basically about this just amalgamation of different stray cats all blended into one bit of flesh with other animals kind of stuck in there as well. And it's the fact that the other stray cats that are around SCP-511 protect this thing as well and stay near it and look after it. And so basically that's all I knew about the SCP because it was quite a while ago when I listened to it. When I wanted to start getting into reading instead of watching videos, I went straight to this one. And there was a lot of bits that I either couldn't remember or the YouTuber that read it left out. So it's the fact that it requires a elderly woman to be in the building with the SCP for the creature not to be aggressive, I think. And the fact that the personnel working with the SCP need to be uh, inoculated for influenza, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, tetanus, and tick-borne encephalitis. Another subtle horror is they mention how you should have a D-class posted that is an elderly Mm -hmm. woman. But there's not that many elderly women D-class, so it also says you can recruit D-class from hospice near the SCP, which is horrifying that just some little old lady is just being drafted to become a keeper of a house. Exactly, it's just, ugh. It always gets me the fact these SCPs that can just, well, it's not just SCPs, it's, it's the horror kind of concept of the fact that these innocent things can be evil. And the fact that this is one of those, which is a cat, that starts becoming more than just a cat, more, you know, multiple cats in one with bits and pieces of other things in it. It's just, oh, it creeps me out. And that's why the thing creeps me, creeps me out as well. When I first read this, I read the interview logs out to myself. And that's what made me want to get into recording as well. So it's a bit of both. First thing I read and the first thing that made me want to record SCPs. Oh, quickly, bum, 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 bum. What? Uh, where did you come from? Where did you go? How did you start writing or recording for the SCP Foundation? That's the other <laughs> t- tune. That one I can guarantee you will never come back again, because I hate hated that. But that's the other segment, is what started making you record or read, and apparently it's Basement Cat too. It's Basement Cat and a lot of other things, really. It was more like I wanted to start reading SCPs anyway, so when I read this, I was like, I wonder what the first part of season one is. Season one? Series one is like. So I read from number two and beyond, and that only got to 26 because it was way too long. One of the worst mistakes <laughs> early readers can make is deciding to read through it chronologically. Yeah, these days what I do is go for highest rating in a month. Now, it's, it's the easiest way to go because you get the new ones, but you also get the highest rated at the same time. I just read everything. Yeah, every single one. I've read I've read every SCP by the way. 
That's why I don't know any. <laughs> what are there now? There's over, I think, 10,000 articles on this site at this point. Yeah. I don't know why I thought I could do all of them. Something else I wanted to mention about Basement Cat is, in looking it up, there's so many great fan art of Basement Cat. Yeah. There's so much fun fan art. I think the one that spooks me out the most is the actual picture that comes... I think it's like one of the first things that come up when you type in Basement Cat. It's the one with the cats just looking into the camera when it's all dark. Yeah, sadly that was removed in the CC purge where they got rid of any non-CC images. Oh, really? That's why I can't find it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because they just couldn't find a source for it. Uh, Someone needs to get their cat in the basement now and turn off the lights. It sucks how many are lost. I cannot find the picture you guys are talking about to begin with. Ah, uh, let me have a look. Uh, well, no, we shouldn't be doing that because we're in a podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everyone, everyone sit down quietly. This is quiet time, nappy time. <laughs> Internet on tape is the best podcast. Just listen to us going, hmm, I can't find it. Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> also, like, the payoff of this is us finding it and just us looking at an image. <laughs> no that one else will see. <laughs> that would be great. What do you mean? <laughs> That's the ideal, I feel like, for every person watching this. That's what they want. Okay, this podcast going downhill is too spooky for me. We gotta move on. Oh, no, oh, no. It's Okay, this is not spooky, so you're gonna be fine. It's SCP-6692, and it's called Missile. It's called Miss-Isle. It's, like, spelled for the, Most of you won't see, but the actual name is, like... Very big emphasis on the miss. It has, like, funny text. This one, I just find hilarious. Uh, this is probably the SCP that I've most laughed at. Because it takes the literal meaning of everything. <laughs> so, for example, it's basically the SCP is about certain words getting affected by the SCP. So you got things like missile, which I'll shorten, shorten it for you. Basically, they have to change it to hitile. Because when they say, like, fire missiles, the missile will miss. So they changed it to hit-isle, or armed projectile, so it would actually hit the enemy. It's really fun. I know this one now. I know exactly... Well, I, I like, vaguely remember it. When you were kind of describing it, it was reminding me of this other one that was, like... You, you probably know it. It had something to do with, like, if you said certain words, something exploded or something. Or something would happen, but they didn't specify what. So they had to yes. slowly cross off words. Ico, <laughs> thank you. Ico here saving the day, making sure to keep us a Pepper's Ghost oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Because that is a <laughs> Pepper's Ghost article <laughs> called Boom Boom Words. We always words. talk about Pepper's Ghost. It never goes away, no matter what we do. That sounds so, so like, I'm, I'm a little confused on the concept. It has a very cool image, though, that I don't get. It's just a big field. What does Boom Boom words? No, 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 no. The, the 4792 by Yossi Posse. Huh? What is this one? What are you on? What are you on about? I'm on the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> 6692. <laughs> no spoilers. Oh, yeah. I love spoiling everything. I was like, I don't get this. And I was looking at the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. This is, no, I, I get this now. Yeah, now I see everything. Yeah. Another thing I love about uh, Miss Isle is it's one of the ones that comes up with a great in-world explanation for something about the SCP Foundation, like a meta thing, which if you don't know, most 
like MTF missions on articles don't pan out well. They usually go poorly and everyone dies. And so this article comes up with an excuse for that. And it's because they've been calling them missions and not hit-ons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, there's, there's, it's just, it's like the one that got me, I think the most was the small arms one. Because it just, it just, whenever they say it, they, their arms get short, like small. Yeah, each one, a different like effect happens because of them calling them these names so small arms causes you to have small arms yeah it's like harpoon as well you if you haven't read it you need to read it i don't want to give too much away yes we've only spoiled like a quarter of them so there's still a bunch of funny stuff in here it's very creative and who was i think it was two authors this one right it was jack dragon x and jackal related yeah it's just really creative and i love it really good i i Again, really love the mission hidden. Foundation databases re- reported a 96% increase of successful MTF deployments after fixing the word. My god, imagine all that. It's like, it's funny, but imagine where they are right now. They're looking at all the missions, how many people have died in brutal ways, and they're like, all it fucking took. <laughs> you know what? I've had enough of it. I've had enough of it. This has been too funny for me. I can't do it. Okay, now we're going into like... Oh no, we've already done one car- category, haven't we? We've done funny. So my my favourite funny SCP was Missile. My favourite sci-fi is SCP-4792. The Contingency? Yeah. By Yossi Parsi! Yes! <laughs> yes! By yes, Yossi. finally I've made it where I'm supposed to be! <laughs> also, it's not of a field, it's of like a star system, isn't it? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, I, was talking, I said a star field. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I didn't say star in front of it, but when I said field, I was thinking the star fields. What's up with this? Threat level black seems a bit stupid to me. This one, is it a prime example of just me liking logs in SCPs and me liking the fact it's mostly logs? You like too many words. It, 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 it's really fun. It tells a story that it also tells a story that goes through time. And it how how long does it go through time for? Scroll to the bottom. T plus twenty million or two million days, I think. Yeah. Just three years. <laughs> not two. Wait, what? what? What are you talking about? Two million days is not three years. Yeah. What do you mean? Two thousand days is not even three years. Wait. Uh, it's years. It is years, because I scrolled to T plus 25, and it says 25 years. Oh, two million years. Okay, that's a lot more. This one is kind of cool, because you get to see the main character go through all of this ch- time and change into something else. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to give too much of it away. And it's also one of those SCPs that gives a great deal of imagination. You know, it lets you imagine everything. Good explanation. <laughs> right i'm trying to think of how to word this <laughs> all i've gotten so far is i don't want to spoil anything for you but it makes you imagine basically it's all set not with us humans but instead of a civilization way before us like they're bird people i think oh fuck yeah basically they have an ancient script i think it is where they say a dark god shall arrive and just cause the end of the world. So they're trying to prevent that by building this massive space station around a star. 
So they build this Dyson sphere around the, the sun and it, they haven't built it. It's taking ages and it takes all these years to build this thing. Is this related to Unexplained Artifact 6980? Because you said a bird people race, which that's also about. I am not too sure. All I know is there are bird people who believe in this ancient script that the Dark God is going to come and ruin everything. So they build the Dyson Sphere, or they're building it because it's going to take millions of years to build. Uh, the person they've put in charge is the one that's talking through these logs. And this person is a, well, bird person is afraid that they're not going to live long enough to see this thing be built. And the person who's going to take over after them is going to ruin everything. So they start looking into ways of how to transfer their mind into machine. And that's all I'm going to say because this, I would give away too much if I said anything else about it. But it's got a nice twist at the end. I have to say, I can really tell how much you enjoy this article because of how little you're talking about it. Because you respect so much that, like, it's something people should read. When I read this the first time, like, I even messaged Yossi saying, I can't believe how good this is. That is it is great. I really love this essay. Is I would that's why I had to in my list. You'll notice that I've categorized into genres instead of having like three, two, one, and all that because I just it was so hard for me to actually think of my number one. Respectably, Yossi does hot, not high budget, high concept sci-fi so well. A <laughs> Spends a lot of money on writing these. Has to hire a lot of people, you know. Yossi spends two million dollars per article. <laughs> It's a bit excessive. SCP-6969 costs so much money. I was going to put that somewhere, the dash J of 6969, but I didn't in the end. Cause <laughs> but um, also, the reason why I like this article is it's because it's actually based on one of my favorite games as well, uh, as Stellaris. It's Stellaris. It's like a real-time strategy, expanding your civilization among the stars and stuff. So you can pick, like, bird people to be your civilization and stuff. And it's based on the contingency, which I think is, like, an A... Uh, no, because it's going to be giving it away too much. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyone who's played Stellaris. We've now ruined the contingency. Just read you. it, okay? Just read it. That's all you need to know. Go read it. Quick. Run, run. Delete this podcast from everywhere that you know of it. You got to just go read Contingency. You have one here labeled Cute. Yes, I do. Ribbits and cream. This, whenever I think of SCPs that make me feel something, it's this one because my wife nearly cried reading this one. <laughs> this is SCP-6231 Ribbits and Cream. It's about a frog that produces ice cream through its mouth. Oh my god. Bruh, that's some folly work of the rib- <laughs> It can produce any flavour and it writes notes for the researchers. It better. I want mint Oreo. Can it produce the flavor crokies and cream? I I, I saw that, some, that that reference somewhere before. Full full honesty, full honesty. I stole that from a comment on the discussion page. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> it's just, it's so cute. It really is because it's just a frog that wants to produce ice cream for people. And it writes notes down saying they're happy that people like the ice cream. And sadly, the ending isn't very happy. Bum, bum, bum. Not so cute now, are we? So it's one of those articles which make you sad. I won't give too much away, but it does make you sad. So be prepared. But it's another one of those articles where you actually see the foundation doing something nice. 
trying to help an SCP instead of just contain it. I just really like how it was discovered, the SCP as well. It was given ice cream to children. It's also part of a group of interests that doesn't have too much stuff on it, but it also has like Agent Lou, which is a little small spider crab or something, I think. Oh, I forgot about this. Yes. Oh, I need to. Okay. It's part of a group of like hyper intelligent animals and stuff. Yeah. From what I know. Oh, this is super interesting. Yeah. I'm going to read this after we're done with the podcast. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just really like it because it's just different to what you normally well what i normally saw before because this was like one of the first cute scps i ever read because other before then it was just either horror or items that did a certain thing so uh, like when i read this i was quite surprised at how authors can write something to do with scp but be cute at the same time it's really cool i really like it Another one I see you have in your honorable mentions is another just yep. like cute creature SCP called Choo Choo Spooter 5449, which is another one that's just a little cute creature that I love. You should go read. And that's all it is, right? It's just a cute little spider. We'll leave it at that. Definitely. So I had to choose between Ribbits and Cream and Choo Choo Spider because they're so similar in a way, because they both end in a similar way that's all i'm gonna say and they're both cute i picked ribbits and cream because it was to me it's a bit more longer and it gives a bit more context in a few things but other than that they're both equal on my list i just had to pick one that i read first dramatic yeah you don't even know how to read and you're still trying to come up with this stuff i'm trying to learn how to read while recording (laughs) it's not fun (laughs) <laughs> we're, all, we're all doing our best here i i keep uh i'm just trying to listen to you and enjoy but a lot of these you're pitching so nicely and i have to keep being like mm, i want to i want to read this and then i start reading it and i'm like stop 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 <laughs> you need to talk this is a podcast <laughs> oh yeah am i speaking too much <laughs> no 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 you're you're doing you need to talk more <laughs> We're going to speak infinitely over the course of episodes. You only have this hour. You better make use of it. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is all about you. I don't think I actually need to speak that much anyway about the next one. Because everyone surely knows it. um... We interrupt this broadcast for some messages. Hello, this is Editing T Staffor here. Just wanted to pop in and complain that I cut otter off here and we ended up not mentioning the name or title of this scp for way too long and have a bunch of in-depth conversations about it where you're going to be out of the loop so i'm just popping in here to tell you this is scp 610 the flesh that hates so sorry about that we go back to your broadcast now this okay i want to preface this i have a little bit of a not hatred towards this one, but kind of a little rivalry or something you would consider that because I was annoyed by this one when I was very little and I got into SCP for the first time. This is the one that turned me off it for like oh, really? a year, which I never really enjoy this stuff. And I've just learned to just not read this type of thing, but it, it got me out of SCP for quite a while. And now you're going to have to sit through it. Because I was a fragile little young child. <laughs> This is actually what got me into SCP. Yeah, same. This is, <laughs> yeah. apart from Basement Cat, this is the other one. <laughs> yeah, 
for me, uh, like, I, I've been around since, like, literally the beginning of the site, like, just, like, consuming the content. When the SCP wiki went up, not not on 4chan. And one of the ones I remember is 610. And specifically, not a lot of people know this, but SCPs like 049 and 610 went through a lot of revisions. So the first time I read 610, it was so small. The idea the creatures, like, interacting was not a thing. MTF weren't even brought into it. It was just, like, the image that was originally there. I don't know if it was taken away yet, but the one where they're at the table. It has been. Yeah, okay. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. We kind of messed up here. I don't- I think I cut you off before you even said the title. It's The Flesh That Hates, to anyone who doesn't know 610. Yes, yes, The Flesh That Hates. And it, it used to just be them at the table, and they, it was, like, an anomaly like that, and that was it. And now, if you go and read it, I'll, like, I'll let you talk about it, Otter, like, what it is now. It's very different. So I've got a similar story to you. When I first, uh, I say, I think I watched a video on it first. It was quite short, I remember. There wasn't too much in it. I don't, I think there was st stuff about the entities interacting, but the MTF parts definitely weren't in there, especially not the exploration logs. The reason, there's a few reasons which I really love this SCP. Firstly, the image, I well, I, we can't really talk about it, but the image that was originally on there, I think it, it was either, I, I swear it was on there. If not, it was, it's just kind of linked in a way people remember this image. No, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Cause we're, we're thinking of the same one and it's the one, it's the one at the table. It was on there. I remember it. Yeah. The longer you look, yeah, the longer you look, the more you see. That was, that's why I used to stare at it for so long because it was so complex and you would be like, okay, there's only one thing. No, there's two. Oh, wait, there's one back there. Oh, and over here. And you're like, oh. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but it reminds me a lot of Tally Hall's music video for their song. I can't remember the name of it. Mechanical Hands. Ruler of Everything. It reminds mm, me a lot of that yes. music video. All I know is Banana Man. It's so nice. Ugh. <laughs> disgusting but go on go on the the um so going back to the picture of it now there's a reason why this article stuck with me before i even like properly read it the image of that article is kind of the same image to use in one of my favorite creepy pastors now way before i got into scp i was an avid creepy pasta fan there was one that i loved the most which was the russian sleep experiment oh my god literally you and i oh, come, come from the same roots I don't, I don't like that one. It messed with me. I, you both come from the same roots, and I also ran from those <laughs> roots because I also we, you, got you horrified from, from a video on the Russian sleep experiment. It's great. It works well. God, when mm -hmm. I was in Creepypasta, it was that one, and there was one called The Man in the Fields, which I was a big oh, yeah, fan yeah. of. Do you know that one? That keeps giving me goosebumps whenever we talk about anything like this. It just brings me back to my childhood. It really does. So me just sitting in the car and listening to Creepypastas and early SCPs. It's a good time. Yeah, you cringy thing. Firstly, that was my favourite. Because back then, there was... I don't think there was any exploration logs. But I think it was about a year ago, or maybe two years ago. I went back to it and saw the exploration logs. And... It just reminds me of what I look in for a video game in a way, or, or like a good horror film. The fact that it's just so disgusting with the flesh horror, and the fact that there's like, a, I think there was a there's a cave made like entirely of flesh, and they go down into the cave and they find a church and everything like that. It, it I just I just find it extremely interesting, and it's it's why I like things like the H.P. Lovecraft books and stuff like that because it's so 
there's a god behind it you know and this is when i read this it was before i knew about what is it sarcasm sarcasm yeah yeah, yeah. don't disrespect is the flesh that hates like now fully connected to it or is it still just kind of something that inspired sarcasm well meta was the writer of sarcasm right and i know that it had absolutely like the article itself was never written with the intention of being given as sarcasm but it's been kind of embraced as like a second cousin so i think a lot of it's more of like a canon thing but in sarcasm it is widely believed that like it was caused by sarcics but it's no longer under their reign so it was something ancient left begone it's just a quick little pet project someone left yeah you know it didn't go well so we just left it there the blood and flesh pet project (laughs) it's like their version of like animals that they bred in captivity and then they were like "Eh, i don't want it anymore going back to basement cat it's just the fact it is so much like john carpenter's the thing it's probably one of the reasons why i like it so much it also reminds me of the like the flood from halo and stuff there's it's a lot of things that are my favorite in horror is the reason why i like 610 so much but i wouldn't say it's my 100 percent favorite because it doesn't explore too much of other things that scp explores these days i would have wanted more yeah that's i feel like i and i don't mean to insult it but the better version of this is that oh god i'm forgetting the name right now but it's the one that like has a giant triangle over a church or something like that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. literally yeah. that one feels like 610 but rewritten and i love it like i some i mix them up so often because i they're just like the same to me see the one that i get mixed up with is the vampire one as well mm. Because that's also, I think that's also to do with sarcasm, right? The Vampire Factory? The one where an earth, like, is to do with vampires that come from a church, I think it is. And then the MTF end up exploring the church. Yeah, Dracula Factory. I knew it. I knew it and you didn't believe me. <laughs> that that one, I, I had to pick between 610 and that one because they're quite similar in a way because of the exploration logs. I'm a big sucker for the exploration logs, definitely. Emma first sees something written by Metaphysician and, and thinks, wow. <laughs> I think it's creatures. It seems that you and I have a very big love for creatures, but not in like a cryptid creature way, in like a, ugh. Yeah, exactly. The more like disgusting, the better. Have you guys seen that one YouTuber that makes those? I think the first one I ever saw of his was the Quarantine Buddy, but he makes like little creepy puppet creatures. I thought you were talking about something completely different for a second, and now I've just blanked and forgotten what I thought you were even talking about. So, even better! <laughs> when you said about that, I thought you meant about the Russian guy that makes the homunculus and hits it with a Bible. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I thought you were talking about the guy who made Kitty City or something like that. And I was like, huh? There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of, like, animators I know now that do, like... That kind of stuff was so rare back in early internet when SCP was, like, really flourishing. So we have a lot of stuff like this and no, like, art for it. But I follow so many content creators now who will make videos of creatures like that. Like, really creepy creatures that they do in, like, Blender and stuff. Yeah. And it's horrifying. But I love it. But I watch it and I get so scared. I see I'm like, I can't sleep tonight. <laughs> oh my god. It's horrifying. I think that moves us on to the very number one favorite... In theory. <laughs> it is SCP-783, another se- series one, which is, there was a crooked man. 
Now, to be fair, this isn't really a series one. It was written in like 2018. Oh, really? Just SD Lock got a series one slot. Oh, okay. But it definitely fits series one vibes. There is one bad thing about this one. The fact it's not done yet. <laughs> it's not completed yet. There's, I think we're waiting for two more field logs. Yeah. It's not completed yet. There's my excuse. Because I have not read either of the exploration <laughs> logs because I got too scared. <laughs> but I now have an excuse. Well, it's not just, it's not done yet. I'll just wait. I've read this one. or I read the main article because it's one of the ones I didn't know. And, you know, it's number one. So I was like... Hmm, let me let me check on this. And when I got to the bottom, I was like, all right, that was pretty good. And then there's two links. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually got, I got a lot of enjoyment out of what I already read. I have such a hard time with, like, the subject. I'll let you talk about it so people know what I'm talking about because it's horrific. <laughs> so, to be honest with you, if you wanted to read the SCP and not the field logs, that's totally fine because I feel like you could read it and just come away with that by itself and be happy with it because it's just one of those that acts like a horror scp and it does that fairly well and the fact that it comes from the tale of the crooked man as well and explores with that concept quite a bit when i first read this i was like where does that come from i've heard before i heard that recently and it comes from a i think it was the second conjuring film where that was used so that gave it massive points because of that but secondly because it is just horrible like not horrible in a bad way again but horrible in like oh so you can read it without the field logs and be completely fine with just that to me i love field logs exploration logs and all of that so when i first read there's i think the only two is l1 and l2 it kind of explores this kind of other dimension where it's like a copy of the other one but i won't go too much into it but people end up not being what they used to when they go in there <laughs> oh great i was really attracted by the title there's something about that like murder monster just done perfectly because a lot of murder monster scps if you actually go and read them and don't just like look on the online fandom of them they're not actually really about the murder monster like um shy guy or whatever is not really about the murder monster it's about the researcher yeah. who like flubs stuff up to try and get him more contained or even the old man is not really about the old man. It's about like the containment procedures and stuff. But those SCPs that just do a murder monster and the entire thing is about this murder monster murdering someone like this one is with the D class and they just pull it off so well. Another one is 4975 times up the like bone cracking bird. God, that thing freaked me out. Oh my God. Just those ones that just focus on the SCP itself and do it so well. Here's a fun fact, the bird one, I didn't even read it originally. I just like looked at a video of it by like Dr. Bob, I think. It freaked me out so much. And then I was like, maybe I should read it because I'm probably missing stuff. And I clicked on it and I didn't know if, if you don't know, when you click on it, it plays audio. Like really? Yeah, if you get far enough, it starts playing the clicking that the creature makes. Because like in the description or whatever, it says like if you hear the clicking and it stops, your time's up. And so you start hearing the clicking, it plays audio. Uh, no, I noped out of that one the minute I saw the picture. But yeah, it, it will play It will play audio of, of the clicking and it's horrifying. I have never ever seen this SCP before. You have got to, you've got to read it, full experience, make sure your volume's on when you read it. Yeah, I'm definitely. Also the like German translated poem at the end is so nice. I actually like it a lot. 
Yeah, it's it's also got a creature that I think you would like. It's a really fucked up creature. That was one of the main points that that I got really messed up by. And there's like MTF and stuff in like a cool way, and it's very interesting. And it's I think it's based off the folklore of a Grim Reaper from Germany. Basically, it's like a different version of the Grim Reaper, but it is nothing like what you're expecting. So good. Yet again, cliche con. 2019 bring in the heat mm, yes anyway i'm sorry we've completely <laughs> got away you just started gushing about your favorite scp and we're like no let's talk about this one i will say this once again my favorite scps are the ones where you can imagine most of it so especially when i'm reading this type of scp where it's a, they're exploring this other dimension where everything is the same except for certain different things there's another one of those ones where I don't want to give too much away, but basically inside this dimension is the crooked man or what you think is just one crooked man. It's more of like an intense horror film in a way. There's a part where the agent is getting chased by the crooked man and it's done so well that you can actually imagine in your head this scene where they're running away from this thing, like extending its body parts to chase and then you got the parts with the cave and all that it, it, it's, it's everything i look for in an scp cinematic stories are so incredible it's also based off of a very very popular thing yeah the crooked man has always been like a favorite idea of mine this one has a very different it's very unique it, it doesn't follow a lot of the usual things aside from like the idea of like a crooked person basically the Crooked Man is so funny for me because I, when I was a baby, when I was like, since I've been two months old, we, my mom said she was gifted this book to me that had nursery rhymes in it. And the first one was The Crooked Man. And in my childhood, I remember hearing that poem so many times. And then it became a popular horror trope. And yeah. it freaked me out because I have good, I have good things with it. When I think of The Crooked Man, I'm like, yeah, it was Crooked fucking house. <laughs> and then I see this shit and I'm like, no, 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 it's too scary. Oh, there's so much, like, body horror elements. Like, they don't even need to describe that much because they don't really say... Like, they just say, insert thing is broken. Or they describe a little bit, like, what happened. But they don't describe what it looks like. Which means that in my brain, I am just coming up with so many things. And I'm gonna have to read the exploration logs now because, like, nah, I gotta gross myself out a little more. From what I've heard of the horror of you two, I'm 100% sure both of you have read this, but have you read The Crack of Adriano's Fault or whatever by Genji Ito? No. No, but you're interesting me. The This Hole Was Made For Me is a quotable line, but I got like flashbacks to reading that comic. It's a very body horror-esque comic where people like have these holes that like fit them perfectly, and when they go in them... And they can only wiggle like further into them and they get their body parts stretched out and stuff. This article reminded me of that with the D class and stuff. You gotta link that to me after. Yeah, is it called the Enigma of Amigara Fault? Yes, the Enigma of Adriana's Fault or something. Amigara, or however you pronounce it. That's one thing you would notice throughout most of my favorite ones is the fact that most of the time it's to do with a creature that is just horribly mutated. Because it's just what I love in all horror. A horribly mutated frog. Its guts are made of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even that. <laughs> or the uh, the creature that's made out of pizza boxes. But yeah, ever since finding SCP, I've, found, I've kind of refound my love for horror. 
films these days just don't do it for me. Not because they're scared, but because they're, they're so samey. I think out of the past year, I've only ever seen one good horror film because I've just grown so tired of them. And seeing the authors coming up with these SCPs that are so imaginative and so creative. That's why I'm always going on Twitter and on Discord going, I love this SCP. It's so good because it's so different to them what Hollywood and everything just spits out all the time. The incredible thing is like multiple of these that we've talked about are still seriously no dialogue. They're just descriptions of incidents and containment procedures and descriptions. And that's the like incredible thing about SCP is just that format produces such horrifying concepts. That's the thing with SCP. And this is what I said when I first got into this and what I was so amazed at is the fact that in your head you can make up a canon yourself. You don't have to follow one belief in the SCP universe. Anybody can make what they want when it comes to SCP. As long as it's properly written and people enjoy it, it can stay there. And that's what I love about it. You can have different pieces of the universe that don't fit together, but are still really enjoyable. I just really like it. Well, I think that wraps us up. Unless you have anything else you want to say about Crooked Man. I just think I would, wouldn't do it justice to talk about it anymore. Just read it honestly and hope that there will be a part three coming out at some point of the crooked man oh if i know sd lock i'm sure there's gonna be she's great at finishing out her stuff do you have anything you do want to promote yeah because we still we care a little bit <laughs> we care a little bit about what you do it's just one thing it's a uh, creepy otter all one word on youtube i narrate scps like most of the ones i actually spoke about today i know i've narrated Go check me out there. I upload twice a week at the moment. And it will be not just one genre. So I've spoken about horror on here. But I do pretty much everything SCP related. So yeah, go check me out there. And as we say at the end of every episode. Creepy Otter. You know, you know what we say at the end of every episode. No. No, no, please. <laughs> That's what we say at the end of every episode. Oh dear. Have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Okay, you want to say goodbye? No. <laughs> no one deserves this after today you've been a horrible guest otter i'm kidding please subscribe to otter <laughs> on youtube amazing readings like absolutely gorgeous i've listened to a lot of them they're fun yeah if you ever feel like you don't get enough content otter reads a lot of the stuff that you're not gonna find on bigger channels a lot of stuff so if you ever feel like you just keep seeing the same same things whatever you won't find that with otter and as is shown by all of his favorites, yeah. it's newer stuff it's, too. It's most of it is new, pretty which is great because then you get to know what things are like right now. If you ever find yourself thinking, God, the site's gone down in recent years, then I think Otter should be subscribed to you. <laughs> I also I also uh, <laughs> share a lot to do with the authors as well. I'm a big for the authors SCP YouTuber. Nerd. I want to celebrate the authors a lot more than what they currently are on other YouTube channels. So, yeah. Nerd. And we do apologize for not having said the authors for most of these, but in the description, I have links to all the articles yeah. and who wrote them. So, if you want to know who wrote any of the stuff we've talked about, you can just check there. And have a good night. See ya. Again. This time, you better actually have a good night. Yeah. For real. Goodbye. <laughs> That was horrible. I didn't record any of it. <laughs>